today I am going to talk about the gospel, but uh, <laughs> if we understand the gospel, we are going to be true worshippers in spirit and in truth. Like Jesus Christ said, that is what the Father is looking for. God doesn't like people who worship him and the thing is on the lips that his presence and his spirit is not in the individual. And that's why Bible, when you read Exodus 33, you read from the verse 1 down, the message God spoke that my angel will go with you. He will lead you to the promised land. But because you are stubborn people, my presence will not go with you. And immediately Israel knew it was a bad news. They describe it as what? Evil tidings. It was a bad news. The opposite of that is the gospel. God was going to give them material things. Who describe in today's religious parlance are powerful things, gratifying things, land flowing with milk and honey. And angel was also going to go with them. But God says something there. Can you read that bit of it? He said, but my presence will not go with you immediately. They knew it was an evil tiding. The clergy don't understand the gospel they preach. And that's why our worship is some way, vain worship. We are worshiping God on our lips. The spirit of God is far away from us because your leader doesn't understand the gospel. Uh -huh. You say what? Exodus 33.3 Unto a land flowing with milk and honey, for I will not go up in the midst of thee, for thou art a stiff-naked people, lest I consume thee. Let the angel aspect come. My angel will go with thee. Verse 2. And I will send an angel before mm -hmm. thee. This God speaking. And I will drive out the Canaanites, uh -huh. the Amorites, and the Hittites, and the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. He will fight your opposers and all your obstacles. He will remove them. Unto a land flowing with milk and honey. Give you a land flowing with all, all honey. For I will not go up in the midst of thee. For thou art a stiff-naked people, lest I consume thee in the way. Mm -hmm. And then what was Israel's response? And when the people heard these evil tidings, they mourned. They knew it was evil word. Bad news was what God gave them. They knew. We, the way we have been programmed in our church, what you call Christianity today, we would have sung praises that... God has come to visit us, but God was leaving them, withdrawing his presence from them, and give them the goodies of the land. Try their enemies, people who can't create problems for them, all of them are we. Angel will be with them. Israel knew it was a word. Bad news. Today we will use it for testimony on Sunday that God has spoken to us that his angel will go and he will give us the goodies. It's just how we have been damaged. The gospel has been distorted. They knew immediately this was a bad word. News. I asked you earlier that why is it that 
this priesthood will work from Old Testament is always to offer sin. Even the high priest will have to offer sacrifice for his son and then offer one also for the world, the congregation. And then and based upon that, it was religious language uh, John the Baptist used. Behold, when he was pointing out Jesus Christ to the public, say, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. Why always sin? sin? Take it away sin. Why always take it away sin? The most important thing in this world is that you have the presence of the Spirit of God to dwell in you. That is what in the New Testament is described as the Spirit of Christ. You see it clearly in Romans 8 9. The Spirit of God is the Spirit of Christ. He explained that it is the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead. That's the most important thing. But we are in a bunch of people eh? We are dealing with even clergy here. When they will see the congregation, they will see money, see magnificent building, and the presence of God leaves him. And he has three girlfriends in the church, one in the choir, one among the offices, and one also maybe abroad when he travels. He is very satisfied, enjoying life. He eats big meals. And when he gets private jet, uh -huh, then he comes out to boast with it. I have a private jet. This is the kind of clergy we have. Polluting the religious atmosphere. And the presence of God is not with such an individual. And he's happy. And he's polluting the church with it. And it draws me to what our Lord said, for what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his life? It was Luke 16, I think 25. Uh, uh, can you go there? Uh, Abraham spoke to the rich man who saw himself far away from God's dwelling and abode. After that, he said, you have enjoyed your life. Is it not there? Mm -hmm. Read. Luke 16, 25. But Abraham said, son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things. Good. And likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted and thou art tormented. Exactly. The end of life. Life after death. People don't think about it. People don't cherish it. We will spend more life after death than on in life. We spend more, more life after death than the life that we spend in life, in our lifetime. Maximum of 100 and you cry, you are not happy. You wouldn't want to live further. But now that you are dead, your soul and your spirit leaves your body. What goes on after that? Some even believe it's the end of it. If you believe it's the end of it, look at dreams. Terrible dreams and nightmares. How frightening they look like. That tells you life does not end at death.
people are so myopic and here I'm talking about church folk because of the kind of leadership we have they feel very satisfied the foolishness that the Bible registered in the rich man in Luke 12 the same foolishness keeps growing in church leadership and is, is, is flowing into membership satisfaction material things that is Israel I keep saying when I look at certain portions of scripture I see they were better than us in many aspects in terms of uh, maybe it's because salvation is of the Jews they could tell mm. God is going to give you I'm going to give you this and this will go, but my presence you know they knew it was a bad news so you live and enjoy the earth and I don't kill you they say no it's a bad news and Moses had to intercede and said Lord the people are your people. One thing 21st century clergy does not know that the congregation does not belong to him or her and then they are wise. They don't know Jesus Christ is the leader of the church. They will not, they don't want to acknowledge it. And when you don't have the spirit of God, God does not know you. You matter your material possession and your fame, your glory and other things. Genesis 6 where what verse God said go register sin and that also that same thing is registered there. Exodus 33 my presence will not go with you it's in what verse what? Verse 3. Is it verse 3? Are you sure? Yeah. Uh -huh. Are you sure? Read, read, and let's be sure. And then we pick Genesis. <laughs> oh my goodness. Exodus 33, verse 3. Unto a land flowing with milk and honey, for I will not go up in the midst of thee, lest I consume thee. For thou art a state naked people, lest I consume thee in the way lest I consume thee in the world, in the way. Lest I consume thee in the way. Lest I consume thee in the way. Hmm. Lest I consume thee in the way. And go to Genesis. Six. Where God said, my spirit will no longer strive with man. Genesis 6, 3. And the Lord said, my No. Connect it with the sin. Genesis 6, 1 to 3. And it came to pass, when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, too, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose. 3. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh. God is not happy. My spirit shall not always strive with one. This suggests God is going to withdraw his spirit from one. Man. He's not going to visit man. The other time I treated 
Psalm 8 with you. When it was mind-blowing to, to King David, when he said, Who is the son of man that thou visited him? You made him a little below what? Angels. The best thing God wants to give man is to give him his spirit, which has been made possible because he sent Jesus Christ to sacrifice himself for our sins, for the sins of the world, which many people cannot embrace because you need the same Father to open your understanding to this gospel message. The clergy, many of them don't understand it. So the gospel, if we should talk about it, the gospel is having the presence of God inside me. That is the good news. But if I'm going to be, and that, and that calls for the need for the cleansing by God himself. The type of cleansing is like God wants to dwell in a place. He doesn't even want to leave it to all. Anybody to clean it in a way, you come and find it. So he himself will go and clean the place and then you go and dwell there. That is exactly that. So, it's strange. We are in a church. Look, pick the average Christian and his clergy. Put them on the table. They are dry. The presence of the Spirit of Christ is not in them. Look, the devil performs miracles. But the devil doesn't have the Spirit of Christ. But the devil can do soothsaying, fortune telling, Acts 16, 16, we've seen it before. So it's very easy for somebody to do these things and claim he's even a prophet. Meanwhile, the spirit of Christ is not in the individual. And that is how people get deceived. And they will do submission. We did many miracles in your name. And Jesus Christ will tell them, I never what? Knew you. You saw it in Luke 16. Somebody did not have a good time on good living on this earth, but he had the spirit of war. God. There is a clergy somewhere in the oh, he's been moving through the villages because he fears God and he preaches the truth of the gospel. So he's not enjoying lifetime. He's not riding in big cars and other things. But the people that he's handling and his congregation, he's teaching them the true gospel and they have their name recorded in the book of life and God is pleased with that clergy. But he's not popular on this earth. But God knows him. And he's not eating sumptuous meals. The Bible talks about John the Baptist's food and clothing, but God holds him very high, Matthew 11. And it was just yesterday I told you that if your worship is based on human evaluation, 
and your personal evaluation, you are not going anywhere. You'll be a vain worshiper. You, if you restrict yourself to how God evaluates you, that is the best. That's how you become a true worshiper. We are not interested in the possession of the Spirit of God and we think we are tough guys. We are doing better. We are doing well. I'm sounding like a Westerner now. Because most of the people who have polluted their, our gospel are from there. Especially the U.S. preachers. They have polluted our destiny. One came recently. He said, uh, to be precise, Kiflo Dollar. He came out recently openly. He said, uh, his presentation about the tithe was wrong. And hell broke loose. The clergy are not happy because their iniquity, their personal appetite, interest in the church is being hit. You think they were offended because of the interest of God? It was because of their personal interest. As for the church of God, is the Lord himself building. Nobody can stop him from building it. But few will make it. And few are recognized and endorsed by God. It's a biblical fact. That's why Jesus said in Matthew 7, many on that day will be rejected. And you tell them, I never knew you. You did not do the will of God. They that do them. It's not mentioning the name. Who are those doing the will of God? Who are those who are custodians of the spirit of Christ? That is the point. The spirit of Christ, it does not appeal to anybody. People like friends. Friends that will even lead them to evil, sexual immorality, give their rooms to them to go and sleep with men, especially some of the married women. I was with a woman and he mentioned this thing. I hear so many things. Somebody called her and said if she can give her premises to come and sleep in her premises with their boyfriend, a married woman, he said, Me, I don't entertain these things. And these are people in our churches. Because they are not conscious of God and the spirit of God does not appear to them. So they are full of all kinds of evil and the leadership also are preaching money. They don't know silver and gold belongs to God already. God is interested in godly personalities and not money. If God was interested in money, Jesus went to the temple. He would have showed interested in, he would have shown interest in the big, big money and not the widow's might. The quality of worship, the quality of the spirit of worship. It does not appeal to us. I was making a point. People want friends and company with people, ungodly people for their personal interest. They don't want the association of people who even have the Spirit of God. It does not appear to them. And that was where it blows my mind. People like Pharaoh, people like Potiphar, uh, Potiphar, yeah, Genesis 39. Potiphar, Pharaoh, and Darius. I don't know how they got that. I describe it as acknowledgement of God. 
God appears. They don't look religious. But where they sense the spirit of God is, they will sacrifice everything for it. I don't know how these people had it. Maybe I'll pray God to teach me. And maybe we'll pray God to teach the church. Potiphar saw God was with what? Joseph. Put him in charge of everything. And Bible registers something. Go and pick it in Genesis 39. He said he put everything he didn't until the food. He, he, he gave the details. That the guy was in absolute control of everything. With the exception, the man, with the exception of the man's food, or something, something, something. Genesis 39 says, And he left all that he had in Joseph's hand, and he knew not all he had, save the bread which he did eat. Exactly. With the exception of his food. Everything. If you were to be today, he has ATM cards, banker, everything was in the hands of Joseph. And verse 5 says what? And it came to pass from the time that he had made him overseer in his house and over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptians' house God. for Joseph's sake. So Joseph rolled a carpet for war. God in Potiphar's house for God to come there and walk in it. He rolled a carpet. And how did Potiphar know that? In his businesses, everything was blessed. Joseph was a houseboy. He didn't have any business. But for his sake, because of the presence, go to the verse 3. What did the man see before he made him that? And his master saw that the Lord was with him. And that's why he made him. He saw the Spirit of God with him. The Lord was with him that we read in Exodus 33. He saw it. And, and 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 cherish it, desire for it, and embrace it, and put him in charge. And he made it. God came in. People do not respect God. Clergy in color and pastoral regalia with title and theological degrees because of this vain things. God does not take for anything when it comes to worship and doing church. They don't have respect for the Spirit of God. They see the Spirit of God in a member, an officer, and you become an antagonist because of their evil appetite. And they make you rather look evil. And that's why our churches are in the state we find in without the glory of God. Everybody, we have many clergy who are not called by God. Those God called to, out of evil appetite, have transformed into children of the devil. We've seen it in the Bible before. First Samuel one, verse one. Verse one, verse three. First Samuel one three. Eli and Sons. It sounds like a company. It doesn't look like church. The same today. Eli and Sons. They were priests of God. What is it that the Bible say? 
And this man went up out of his city yearly to worship and to sacrifice unto the Lord of hosts in Shiloh. And the two sons of Eli, two sons of and Eli. Phinehas, uh -huh. the priests of the, the Lord were there. The priests of the Lord were there. Go to first Samuel 2, 12. They have transformed to children of the devil. Many in our churches today, this is what we talk about. And the ignorant say we are punching leadership. Do they know leadership? Come on. First Samuel 2, 12. Now the sons of Eli were sons of Belial. They knew not the Lord. Exactly. The Spirit of God has left them. They knew not the Lord. But previously, they were priests of God. You can easily misbehave with your anointing and the Spirit of God will leave you. That was exactly what happened to Samuel. He was, I've told you, I've taught you, when God wants to do something with any human being, he gives you his spirit. He anointed King Saul to be a king and a ruler of all the 12 tribes of Israel. When he used the anointing to satisfy his personal appetite, God dethroned him, deposed him, stripped him of his royal anointing, and even gave him a spirit of madness. He ended up committing suicide. It is very easy to fool about with your anointing and gifting to the provocation of God to your own detriment. Many of our 21st century church in the leadership don't know this. And Samuel used the word right. What, that's first Samuel what? Is it 13, 13? He used the word for him which you use. They want to subject our teachings to journalistic uh, what do you call rubrics journalistic what do you call it? Rubrics of ethical presentation and unethical presentation. Uh -huh. Is it not first Samuel what? 13.13. Samuel used the right word. He said what? And Samuel said to Saul, thou hast done foolishly. You have fooled with your anointing in other ways. Paraphrased. Modern, modern translation. Uh -huh. Thou hast not kept the commandments of the Lord thy God. Exactly. It's okay. That is foolishness in worshiping God. When you know God calls you, anoints you, and you know what is to be done, and you go and do otherwise because of your evil appetite, it provokes God. And that is in the Bible language is iniquity. God will put his divine interest agenda will and purpose aside and allow you to have your own is dangerous it's terrible it's catastrophic it has catastrophic consequences God stripped him and gave him madness so back to Pharaoh Potiphar and what is the other one? Darius. People don't like. People in, I'm talking about my, my ministry is to people in church. People in church. Clergy lady. Hate people with the spirit of God. 
We don't accept you as a member. Hey, make sure he does that, that foolish boy. Of course, they can't say that foolish boy. Make sure that brother, he doesn't appear in the pulpit and preach. Come, wait, wait for me. I'm coming. When I come, I, I will find the one who wants to preach. Pack, put the preach, the pulpit in your bedroom and pack your own people you like and let them preach. The judgment of God is awaiting for every church leader and the kind of personality you put in the pulpit. He told Titi Ratchet, you allow Jezebel. That was an indictment on the world, on the clergy. You allow Jezebel, the adulterer, to stand before the congregation and seduce my people. And Jesus, nobody told us Jesus kills. Maybe it's one of the reasons we don't fear God. Nobody told us in our modern church. He said, I will make Jezebel bedridden and I'll kill her children with what? Death. As first expression I saw in the Bible. Killing is killing. But God said he will kill them with what? Death. Uh-huh. That is deeper. <laughs> it's just like those who make gossip about Daniel, who vilify Daniel. Then when the lions failed to chew Daniel, Bible said they went for their bones. But the flesh comes before the word, the bone. So if the Bible is putting the, 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 the expression that when they put them and their family members in the den, the lions went for their bones, it tells you the, 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 the speed, the supersonic speed with which the lions who did not tie Daniel, how they devoured them. God wrote the Bible so we can learn wisdom the fear of God. Still, we in the church is coming from church leadership. The leadership doesn't fear God. So what would he teach the member? So members should advise themselves. That is what I can say. Somewhere was in the house, man's with Eli and sons. There is a reason why he will not he will sleep in the temple where the Ark of Covenant is. Maybe their sexual immorality was thinking in his eyes, so he wanted to stay away from them. Because under the of they were all to have slept in one place. And that was where he heard the voice of God. So in the midst of rebellion and mass uncleanliness and filthiness and iniquity, you can stand out as an individual and isolate and insulate yourself from vain religion meanwhile in your church you are in the church but God sees you and you are exceptional among the whole filthy clergy and lady you can also do it as a clergy God looks at the whole lot of clergy and you, you are special he can entrust you and give you a message for the church that is what we are saying. 31 minutes. I think the message is gone. So that is the gospel. The spirit, is it cleansing of sin without appetite, replacement, having the presence of the spirit of God in you? Psalm 51 also does give the same thing. 
David, Psalm 51 also makes the gospel clear. It is not about forgiveness alone. It's not about cleansing of sin alone. It's about restoration and creation of a new spirit within me after I have turned to God and then my sins are cleansed. And the ability to sustain it, maintain it, develop it, update it, and retain it, and also engage or allow myself to be engaged by God to convert other sinners also unto God. That is the gospel. It's the most important thing. It's the most appealing thing. We must pray to God for the right leadership who have been turned away from iniquity. Those leading us, they are full of iniquity. And that's why they can't teach us to be true worshippers. When I'm speaking like that, I have my facts from the Bible. Apart from the things God revealed to me. You may take it to be being schizophrenic and being hallucinogenic imagination. Fine. The one in the Bible, that one you cannot doubt. Matthew 7. So many will make their submission and you tell them, I never knew you. He that worked iniquity. If we think God should forbid, I'm quoting from one clergy, we also must all forbid. Amen. Mm -hmm. He who has ears, let him listen. We shall continue to preach and teach.